along, folks. It's uh, Your Life Choices podcast, Mind Your Own Retirement, with me, John Deeks, and the founder of Your Life Choices, Kay Fallick. Hello, Kay. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Have you been uh, Have you been well and fit and happy? Oh, look, I'm enjoying getting out and about again. Oh, and so I had my first proper breakfast this morning at a at restaurant. A at a cafe. Oh, my God. Gave my first oh. name and my phone number, of course, as you do. Yes. And uh, and I'm going out for... They're coming s- to get you shortly. Super <laughs> duper de- Oh, I hope not. It means that, you know, I haven't been caught up in the COVID thing. Do you remember that song, They're Coming to Take Me Away? Huh? Oh, <laughs> I do. Funny fun. Uh, um, that's right. Exactly. And uh, also, have you been out for any dinners yet? No. I don't get taken out. I'm going... <laughs> Remember the old days when your husband, he would take you out for dinner all the time? I can't remember that. Oh, yes. <laughs> he don't bring me flowers. We've got, um, we've got the, the founder of uh, Household Capital coming up shortly talking about uh, some good ways to save you money. Well, actually, it's more about contingency funding for retirement. So it's actually accessing money if oh. you're running a bit short. So okay. I'm excited to hear about that. And... I have a friend of mine who has definitely got a hearing problem and I want to say to them... Is it me? <laughs> no, it's not you. Uh, and I'm not talking about your husband because all husbands have okay. a hearing problem, yeah. as we know. Um, but I, I need to tell him you need to get your hearing checked. Well, Emma Scanlon from Hearing Australia might give us some oh, tips. I need to find out from her how I tell how this to friend say of mine, yeah, yeah. saying, look, mate, you know, mm. you've got to get your hearing checked. Who else are we talking to today? Well, the excitement about travel extends beyond Australia to New Zealand. So we're happy to be in a bubble with yeah, New Zealand. Absolutely. And Peter Harding, Managing Director of Grand Pacific Touring, knows as things open up where we should go in New Zealand, how long for, and North Island v South Island. Once I've been to Queensland to see my grandchild when mm-hmm. I when the, you know the borders are open and everything else, that's something I'm going to do. Then I want to go to Tasmania mm-hmm. and drive around Tassie, mm-hmm. and then I want to go to New Zealand. Look at this face. Isn't that wonderful? Italy. Italy for you, <laughs> always Italy for you. Well, let's find out how you can fund that by speaking yes, to, to Josh Funder, the CEO and Managing uh, Director of Household Capital. We're going to get him on the line right now. Josh Funder is on the line right now. Josh, welcome along to uh, Mind Your Own Retirement. Thanks for having me on. You're on the air with myself and, and Kay, and you as CEO and Managing Director of Household Capital have got some great tips for our members. John, we're really proud to be able to help senior and retired Australians get through COVID. And the team at Household have been innovating on a home income product as well as a contingency product to make sure people have the income and credit they need to get through COVID, but also to plan for long-term in their retirement. How does it work, Josh? It's simple. What we've done is changed our processes to make sure retired Australians can get access to their home equity as easily as they can get access to their other savings. So we're now able to deliver home equity savings to Australian retirees as a lump sum, $20,000 you can draw from your home equity just as you can from your super, or a regular income stream. And we can turn that around in two weeks. So that was my question. Um, You have actually um, fast-forwarded the process for people who are in need? That's right, Kay. Small amounts like this aren't profitable for a company like ours, but it's a service we felt important to be able to deliver so that people can 
not crystallise a loss when their superannuation is down so that they can maintain their income when their term deposits or their rental income or their dividends are way down. So this is handy for a self-funded retiree perhaps who has taken a hit in terms of rental income or dividends are down. This is like a lifeline, if you like, in the short term? Okay, it's really important for self-funded retirees. Their income is down, their assets are down, and the JobKeeper and JobSeeker packages haven't helped. And so we've really got to find a way to come behind self-retirees in Australia and give them access to the savings they've got. And we've got to learn from the GFC, where a lot of retired Australians moved their superannuation into cash, or they had to take money out of their investments when they were down, and they never recover. They're not there to grow back when the markets rebound. So home equity is a way that you can maintain your retirement funding, maintain your retirement income, but not at the expense of crystallising a loss in the investments that are supporting self-funded retirees. Say I was to access this amount, uh, $20,000, I could then, if I felt in a better position in six months' time, I can then pay that back? Yeah, one of the beauties of this approach, Kay, is that it's got all the flexibility and choice that retirees need. There are no penalties to repay this in the future. There are also flexible choices to pay interest on it, if you'd like, as you go, or not pay interest. It's the flexibility that the banks didn't provide before COVID, and they'll go back to paying, forcing retirees to pay regular payments on their mortgages after a six or 12-month holiday. This product, you never have to repay um, the interest payments regularly, but you've got the flexibility and choice to meet your needs when uh, you choose to. Josh, so just lead me through the process to keep it simple. Uh, if I contact Household Capital, whether call them or email them, what's the process from there? So, John, the process is very simple. We're able to provide personalised service on the phone to retirees to help understand their situation and their needs. A retiree could access $20,000 of their home equity or draw $1,000 a month for their home equity. And we'd be able to assess, approve, and deliver that within two weeks. Mm. And that's really important for people as they plan their response in the short term, but also map out their long term. And that personalized service and flexibility and choice is still there, even though it's a $20,000 contingency product or a home income product that we can deliver in that accelerated way. And Josh, how is the government, in terms of tax or Centrelink, going to view this mm. loan? Well, that's important. And Australian retirees are all over um, Centrelink and it's important that they're able to feel confident in keeping their pension entitlements. If you have a home income and you use that to meet your ongoing retirement needs, for most people, I'm not a tax advisor, okay, but most people, it's not taxable as income. And so you don't trip up the income test. So um, if you're using $20,000 of your home equity to fund your lifestyle or to help others, it's not usually considered part of the assets test for the pension. And so most uh, customers of household capital are able to access their home equity and preserve all their pension entitlements. Okay, that's important. Now, in terms of um, income, you also offer a regular drawdown of retirement income, so a product that might allow people to get an extra certain amount per week. That's right, Kay. And a simple rule of thumb that retirees can use is 1% of your home per year, or if you take three zeros off the value of your home and take that down monthly, is a very modest amount to draw of your home equity, but it can make a big difference. 
So if you're living in a million-dollar home in the suburbs of Melbourne or Sydney or Brisbane and you'd like to draw down $1,000 a month, that's a very simple way that we can increase income. Now, if you're a couple on the pension, you might get $34,000 a year, and most of that goes in your rent and your utilities or your, your, your rate, insurances, and your food. So an extra $1,000 a month can make a big difference to the flexibility you've got, the confidence, and also some of the nicer things in life that just help make retirement fun and really enjoyable for you and your family. Josh, where can people go to find out more? Well, the first place to go, John, is to our website, householdcapital.com.au, and also of course at 1300 622 100. Uh, our personalised customer service reps are ready and waiting and can take people through uh, to meet their own needs with their own home equity savings. And uh, Kay, I think we're going to be able to put some uh, actual case studies. Yes, so I know household capital, it's sometimes hard to understand. So we've got a couple of case studies that explain how both these products work. And uh, Josh has has offered kindly to give us that information. We'll pop it up on the website. So go to Your Life Choices and you'll see all the information there. And of course, also another link to household capital. Uh, And uh, Josh, we do thank you for your time and uh, a wonderful initiative from household capital. Kay and John, thanks for having us again. Term deposit rates have plumbed to new depths. Dividends have been slashed and income streams from property investments have dried up. Has your retirement income been impacted? Household capital can help you draw on the savings in your home, your own household capital, to provide you with a fast-tracked income stream or $20,000 contingency fund to help you through these challenging times. To find out more, call 1300 622 or go to householdcapital.com.au. Friends, countrymen, countrywomen, lend me your ears. Uh, who said that once? So well. Hello, Emma speaking. Emma, welcome to you. Emma Scanlon uh, from Hearing Australia is on the line right now. You're on the air. Uh, it's Mind Your Own Retirement, our podcast with me, John Dixon. Kay, how are you going, Emma? Very well, thank you. How are you both? I've got a problem. Have you? You, you needed that, didn't you, Emma? I've, I've got a pro- Emma, I've got a very dear friend of mine who clearly, clearly has a hearing problem who has yes. a television up far too loud and yes. who yells a lot <laughs> and and says, hey, how, how do I convince that person to go and get their hearing checked out? You've just pinpointed two of the absolute classic signs of hearing loss, TV up very loud and someone's voice very loud. Um, look, I think you can approach it very sensitively There's a lot of things, uh, you know, a lot of feelings that people have around hearing, but it's so important to do something about it because there's so many things that people can do. And the beauty of nowadays is that people can just get a hearing check in the comfort and privacy of their own home if they choose to. How does that work? Well, they can, one place that they can go is they can go onto our website, hearing.com.au. It takes about 10 minutes. There's a few really simple questions and then a bit of a hearing test in noise and what it does is it just gives people a really good idea of whether they need to go on and have further testing or whether things look like they're look like they're okay now and also there's some useful information on there about tips and tricks and strategies people can use you know to help themselves with their hearing but the best thing to do is to get a really good check 
and know exactly where you are and then talk to your audiologist or clinician and, you know, make some good decisions for the future. So, Emma, we're talking about teleaudiology. Does that extend beyond the initial hearing check? Definitely does. So the recent period has been, you know, just incredible in terms of shaping our service delivery and also people's use of different types of technology. So when we say teleaudiology, we just mean the use of telecommunications and digital technology to deliver services, clinical services in our case, for clients who aren't in the same location as the clinician. So during this period, people have been either unwilling or unable to come into the hearing centres for services and it's meant this really deep learning curve on both sides to get us delivering these services in a really safe way and helping people to still be able to access what have been labelled, you know, essential services by the government during a period where it's difficult, you know, or they maybe don't want to put their own safety at risk and also the safety of our staff is also really important as well. So we've been offering people a whole range of alternatives. Whenever someone has an appointment, we've rung them the day before and said, look, there's a range of things you can do. You can still come in for your appointment, but we'll obviously need to meet the social distancing requirements and we can explain to them what that is. Or we can do your appointment by telephone or we can do it by some form of video conferencing like Skype or Zoom or FaceTime or whatever suits that person. So what's been the most popular? The most popular has actually still been to come in for a (laughs) face-to-face appointment, Um, particularly initially. It's been really interesting because I think partly people didn't have a lot of other activities that they were involved in at that time and people really prioritised their hearing. It was quite amazing to us. We thought a lot of our clients have a lot of risk factors or are in an age group that's more at risk or their health puts them at more at risk. And so we've actually expected very low numbers of people to actually want to come in for services. But a lot of people still did and that was absolutely fine. But there were a whole lot of other people who chose to either have their appointment by phone or by video conferencing and that often involved us doing quite extensive discussion with them about how the video conferencing might work. So for a lot of people it was the absolute first time that they had ever used that technology or seen the benefits of that technology and we've had so many clients say look after my appointment you know once we talked because we talked we can talk to them a little bit about what client resources we have and what hardware and software is needed. But once they've done that, people have said, look, I have used this now with my family and friends. I'm setting up meetings. It's fair to say that we are now, the future has come forward. Mm. And would you see the Zoom or or Google Hangout or whatever you're using, would you see that as as, uh, hearing support delivery from now on? Definitely. Definitely. I think people have realised how easy it is for them to use. Clients have realised it. And certainly for some types of clinical activities, it's perfectly appropriate. There are still a couple of things that we do need people to come into the hearing centre for now. Um, and that, that mainly revolves around you know particular types of hearing aids people have when they need to have 
an impression taken of their ear to make up, you know, the piece that sits inside the ear that allows them to use a hearing aid. Hem, Emma, how, how would people get in touch with you to know more? Um, they can visit our website, hearing.com.au, or they can call um, their local Hearing Australia Centre. Oh, well, that's great. Well, I, I, I might get on to my friend because... Uh, if it requires sensitivity, I'm known as Mr. Sensitive. So uh, I see. <laughs> well, that got a laugh from everyone. Um, but if you do think you have an issue, then certainly it's best to go to one of those two websites, huh? Yes, please do. Please do. And do the, even if you just think, hmm, I'm just curious, go on to hearing.com.au, do the online hearing check. As I said, it's really quick, simple, and it'll give you a really good idea of the next steps. That's fantastic and we will have a link to your website on the Your Life Choices podcast page. So thank you so much for joining us today. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. Are you struggling to hear this podcast? Well, maybe it's time we talked about your hearing. Perhaps you've been putting off getting a hearing test or perhaps you're unhappy with your current hearing aid. Now, if that's the case, you need Hearing Aid Finder. Simply visit hearingaidfinder.com.au, fill in the form, and one of their hearing specialists can set you up with a free test with an accredited audiologist. They'll take you through the aids that suit your hearing needs at an affordable price. So head now to hearingaidfinder.com.au or call 1300 153 323 to book your appointment today. Good afternoon, it's Peter here. Hello Peter, it's John Deeks and Kay Fallick here. We're going to be talking about travelling to New Zealand and we can't wait. Woohoo! And Peter Harding is the man we should be speaking to, Managing Director, Grand Pacific Touring, talking about going to New Zealand. Fantastic. Where do we go first, Peter? Well, I, I think it's all about uh, why New Zealand, isn't it, really? It's, uh, it was that, sorry, uh, sorry, Peter, was that wine, W-I-N-E, or was that just my hearing? Well, it could be a bit of both there, John. You hit it on the uh, the head straight away there. I think uh, there's so many reasons why New Zealand or why New Zealand is uh, is on the uh, the radar. That uh, I think one of the things that always resonates with me is that uh, people refer to it as a world in miniature, which uh, really That's describes nice. it yeah, as uh, as a destination where uh, it's got something for everyone. Can I just start by saying I have never toured New Zealand in my 69 years. I have now made a pledge to myself and it has brought it into focus with what's been going on lately that it's time I toured New Zealand as someone who does love wine. But what should I be going to to find out to do the best tour of New Zealand? I think there's a number of choices there, John, which uh, you can look at. And I suppose it goes back to the early days when uh, I was lucky enough to travel the world when I was younger. And uh, I had a lot of close association working with my father, uh, who was in the travel industry. And uh, in 1996, I decided to start a brand new business from scratch. And the thought was to do one thing well, and that was to be a coach to a specialist. And I think that it's a great way of getting around New Zealand because there is so much to see. There's a lot of different regions that you can visit, and uh, it's a very easy country to get around. So 24 years on, 1st of April 1996, we started on April Fool's Day, and uh, funny enough, and it's, it's my love for New Zealand that goes beyond the breathtaking scenery, I think, that uh, creates such special moments. It's the, the people, really, who are 
are very genuine. They're, they're excited to share their story, and that's what really inspires me about dealing with just New Zealand as the sole destination for Grand Pacific Tours. It's like any relationship, Sean. I think in business, they're critical to the success that you enjoy. And uh, I think every time I get on that plane and travel across to New Zealand, I look at it as like going home to a second family. So, Peter, you shared with us uh, off air that you're excited that there will be some fantastic airfares so Australians can get over there, Um, we believe, and and news unfolds as we speak, but we believe Australia and New Zealand will be our first bubble. Mm. Um, So we're rearing and ready to go. And I guess North North Island or South Island or both, depending on time, would you start in the north and, and then head down? I think the, uh, you can do it in either way, Kay. I think it just depends which, which way uh, you decide to uh, take that journey. And there's options. Both islands are so very different. Why are they different? Uh, well, there's, uh, how long have we got, uh, John? The, uh, the, the North Island certainly uh, has a lot more cultural aspects to it, a lot more areas of history, like up in the top uh, of the north, which is Paihia, the Bay of Islands, which is the historic Captain uh, Cook. settlement where it all began yeah. back in 18, 1840. That's where the actual treaty was signed between the British Crown and the Maoris. And uh, it's a, a beautiful haven for cruisers and out through, uh, you know, the hole in the rock, and there's lots of wildlife up there. You've got the uh, you know the key city of Auckland there, which is one of the most livable cities in the world, and then you head south through some beautiful farmland, you know, in places that uh, like uh, Hobbiton, which have been filmed, which are part of the Lord of the Rings and uh, the Hobbit trilogies, which is just incredible, uh, spectacular rolling hills and green pastures that were uh, part of the backdrop for those amazing movies. Peter, was it called Hobbiton before the Hobbit was filmed? Yeah. <laughs> It, it was actually a, a, a working farm before Peter Jackson oh. went and knocked on the door of the owners and then they created this movie set, which was quite spectacular, which has now become one of New Zealand's largest attractions uh, that people Brilliant. visit in the North Island. So uh, That's yeah, cr- called, amazing story. called life imitating art, isn't it? Exactly. Absolutely. So, and. There's been a lot of movies filmed in New Zealand as recent times, and I, I think, uh, but everything is so different. You know, even a little further south, Rotorua, it's it's an amazing geothermal uh, wonderland with you know the incredible showcasing of the Maori culture. Uh, you know, a must-do there is the uh, the traditional Maori Hangian concert, which shows you know all the traditional cooking methods uh, of the Maori people, and then coupled with the entertaining and informative cultural concerts. It's just spectacular. And then you have the bubbling mud pools and the geysers and hot springs. So Rotorua, just another fascinating uh, location, loved by all who visit for those uh, reasons. And then heading down to the South Island, Wellington, you're saying, Windy is, Wellington. is pretty vibrant. Well, Windy Wellington is uh, as known as the coolest capital in the world, actually, at the bottom of the North Island. And uh, it really is a wonderful, very casual and relaxed atmosphere there. Uh, and has some spectacular visits, such as to Papa, New Zealand's National Museum, which houses some of the most fascinating displays. So, so the North Island really has some fabulous variety, but it's simply so different to the South. I'm going to ask you a really dumb question, Peter, I'm sorry, but to drive around the North Island... Uh, in its entirety, and how long would that take if you were going to stop and do it nice and easy, uh, and and the South Island the same? Well, our most popular duration of tours to cover both islands would be 19 days, and that would be about nine days in the north, 
and the remaining 10 days in the south. Now, that'll give you a nice relaxed experience and that'll cover the key locations that we've just spoken about in the north, uh-huh. uh, being the, the Bay of Islands, Auckland, you know, through Hobbiton, Rotorua, and then down through Wellington. And then you'd cross over, you'd do a three-hour ferry across from Wellington to the top of the South Island called Picton. And then you'd enter that magnificent wine country that you spoke about earlier, the region of Marlborough and... Mm. Uh, it is uh, it is New Zealand's largest wine growing region. I love and, my pinots uh, from there. Love my pinots. Spectacular, and and the world famous Sauvignon Blanc as well. Peter, where do I need to go yeah. to find Sam Neil? <laughs> Sam, Sam Neil's place is down just out of Queenstown. Oh, don't so... give her. Don't tell her that. She'll be rushing <laughs> you. Can you, you, uh, I have the number? Uh, the no, street? you cannot. You uh, cannot. I, I could show you. I could. I could take you there. I could drive you to his house. Oh, and, thank uh, you. We saw. We, can you go to his winery as a tour? Absolutely. There's. Uh, he certainly. Is, uh, his winery is available to go to. Because you, you uh, see him on a straight in story just recently. It was sensational. I, I know. See, when I go to Italy, I look for George Clooney. Of course. So I thought know. New Zealand, Sam Neills, yeah. the, the big ticket. Absolutely. You come to, you come to Sandy and look for me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's, okay. a, he's a genuine, genuine icon, and he's obviously down near Queenstown, which. Uh, is, is certainly one of those incredible. It's probably one of my favourite locations, actually. Okay, Peter. Where do we go to find out more, mate? Well, Grand Pacific Tours obviously have a range of options, and uh, we certainly uh, are pleased to be able to present, you know, three star, four star, and and five star coach tour options from forty eight seats down to twenty seats, which is our business class on wheels offering, and uh, and more personal. So there is something for everyone, and our website is. Uh, gptnz.com or for people who'd like to go to brochure uh, they can give us a call on one eight hundred six double two seven six eight. and of course all those details will be up on the website exactly we'll put them on the podcast page and we'll finish this uh, interview with the way I should have started by saying kia ora kia ora to you John and kia ora to you Kay thank kia you for ora, chatting Peter. with us today take care my friend and we're off to New Zealand we are here we go oh that's really wet my whistle as far as travels Really wet my whistle because oh, that's something look, we really can do. Let me out. Oh boy, gonna let keep my eye on out. that. Let's go and get the suitcases. Absolutely, right? I know Stop you want to go packing. to Italia and do all yeah, that, but when was the last time you went to New Zealand? Oh, probably uh, about eight years ago with two grown up daughters, stepson, wife. Um, we were like the what's the, that show on you know the the people the American oh yeah yeah you know, yeah the like Griswolds. eight is enough and oh the Griswolds holiday yeah yeah, yeah. it was oh, hilarious we we our daughter left our recreation vehicle yeah. And went and stayed with our stepson and wife who'd just got married mm. in their cabin, yeah. if you don't mind, because she do- doesn't sleep in recreational <laughs> vehicles, <laughs> apparently. There is a girl after my own heart. Well, we, we hope that we uh, have uh, edumacated you somewhat, folks, um, with our podcast of Mind Your Own Retirement. Kay, um, your life choices, we love to get comments, of course. Yes, yes. We love people to tell us what they like. If they want to share what they don't like, that's very instructive. Absolutely. So bring it on. Absolutely, folks. So uh, please do tell your friends if they're not members of Your Life Choices. It's absolutely free. You do get uh, a lot of updates all the time and you will know what is going on in in, in the world of uh, retirees, etc. How to live your best life in retirement. Mind Your Own Retirement. The podcast will return again soon with myself, John Deeks, and Kay Fallick. Thank you, Kay. Thank you, John. Thank you.